Hey, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And I got Mike with me here today. I'm known as the legendary Mr. Cheese now. (laughs) He is the legendary Mr. Cheese. And uh, this week's episode, episode 72, we talk about trailers and we talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 and Overwatch updates and Red Dead Redemption 2 rumors and so many more things. And, of course, we get to the bottom of why Mike is the legendary Mr. Cheese. You actually do not. We don't. We'll cover that in episode 73, so stay tuned. We probably won't. We'll probably forget at that point. I'll forget by that point. We, I already forgot. But uh, this week's episode of the podcast, Mike, is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. Mm-hmm. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higgins and Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, make sure to check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these delicious treats. And if you do swing down there, make sure to let them know the Pass Controller sent you. And as always, you can find us on the internet at ptcgaming.com, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash passcontroller, on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller, and on Twitter at passcontroller. You can find me at bgroom, you can find this guy at <laughs> Mr. Cheese, actually no, at underscore mycopath. Again, you were gesturing to me, no one can see that. I, I, I was talking. I don't know. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm getting into it, Mike. I'm getting into my role here as the host. But uh, enjoy this week's episode, episode 72. I don't know, Mike. So this morning, mm-hmm. I was up really early for like no reason, but I spent an exorbitant, exorbitant, exorbitant? Uh, I think it's maybe that last one. I spent too much time. There you go. Watching uh, steamed ham meme videos. I caught a good one. Did I? I didn't send it to you guys. I said I found one. I said this to my other friend. Uh, steamed ham, but it's all star. It's. I I sent that to you guys this morning. You did? Yeah. Then I didn't look at that one. Okay, because I because I watched too many. I watched like an Arrested Development one, which was one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a Seinfeld one. I watched the Smash Mouth one. Yeah. I watched uh, I w- an Always Sunny one. I watched too many. I just kept watching it over and over again. Uh, and most of them, too, were, like, very low bar for what they were doing. It was like, all right, here's, like, the intro to Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And then we're just going to keep playing a laugh track over and over again. And then when Chalmers is leaving the house, we'll play, like, the... Yeah. Like, I don't know. Did you watch the Dragon Ball one? The Dragon Ball? No, I need to watch that one, though. Um, I actually have a bunch of videos that we need to watch, but obviously not right at this exact moment. But, uh, yeah, I spent too much time this morning just laying in bed, like, at 8 o'clock this morning. Like, I'm just going to watch some Steam Pan videos. The the problem I'm having is that a lot of times when I open up YouTube, it's like... They're suggested they're videos. They're just suggested because yes. I, I watched enough of them and it's like, hey, you want to check this one out? I'm like, yeah, I guess I do. That's the reason why I started watching them. I opened YouTube this morning to, like, I was like, yeah, let me just watch some, like, random funny vids from, like, my peeps to... Mm. To get my day going. And that was, like, right on the fucking homepage for me. I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess I'll, like, watch this Arrested Development steamed hands. Like, okay, I'm down. And then, you know, then it just went down the rabbit hole. Yeah, there's some there's some good things that are out there on that uh, internet. Isn't it I, weird, though, that, like, you get... You watch one thing or you go to one thing on the internet... And then you just, like, get sucked in. Like, oh. there's got to be some study or something done 
for like people's psyche when they go to something on the internet, whether it's a Reddit thread or fucking YouTube video, and then you just get sucked into that content and just go down deeper and deeper and deeper. Like there must be something like in us naturally that makes us want to explore that more or get yeah. lost, fixated on that thing. You know, hundreds of years ago when people <laughs> wanted to explore, they fucking hopped on a boat. They Never, just went across the ocean. It's like, where are we going to go? Yeah. I don't know. They Nowadays, just, it's just like, huh, what's this? Steamed hands, but it's actually an episode of Pokemon, which I did watch. Is it good? I don't remember. I just remember, like, um, it's like, who's that Pokemon? It's Seymour! <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, so. it, it, it's it's just funny. It's just fun. But yeah, I, that, that whole rabbit hole thing always, it piques my interest. Because it's not like... I feel like going down the rabbit hole is, like, a very widely described thing that happens to most people. Like it's, it's not, like, in pockets. I feel like everyone has their moments where they just go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. So, I feel like it's got to be something about... Maybe it's because we're, like, in the case of a YouTube video, you're, like, watching a video for, like, two minutes. So it's, like... Two minutes was cool, but, like, it wasn't enough. So you, like, need more than two minutes of that type of whatever. You know what I mean? Maybe. I I think it's as simple as, I thought this was entertaining. Google suggesting that I might find this entertaining. I'm going to, you know what? Why not? Two minutes, I got time. And this is how computers are I got no place to be. I get get surveys sometimes, and uh, the survey will say something like, Hey, you watched this video recently, right? I'm like, yeah. You got me. I watched this video. You got me. You got me. And then I'll say, well, what, what, what would you say if someone suggested like a video like this to you? Would you watch it? And I'd be like, and you know, I give my honest opinion. Sometimes like, you know, I watched this video for a reason. I wasn't interested in seeing any more videos related to it. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, I guess I'd probably watch that too. And then I give them a little click and type in my thing and then I get my money. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. That's, that's how I live my life. You survey junkie. If they gave me more surveys, I get. I looked at my my history. I made like sixty something dollars with those surveys and shit. Like in ca- cold hard cash. In Google Play money that I can use to okay. then buy other things. All right. Like what? Like like physical. I don't, I don't. I'm not in the Google ecosystem like that, so I don't know what Google no. Play money does. Is that just for like music and movies and stuff? Or? Music, movies, apps. I bought. Um, so stuff from the Google store. Yeah. Okay. All right. I bought like. Um, uh, I bought, oh, I bought the two most recent issues of My Hero Academia that are available digitally, and I, I think I bought a volume of One Punch Man. Probably bought some other books, like books that actually have words in them. Words? Words! There's something wrong with us. Mm. There's, like, actually something wrong with us. But this thing that's wrong with us, it's panning out. You'll find out later. In a listeners, you'll find out soon enough. Yeah, that's that's really tantalizing. I'm sure everyone's on the edge of their seats. Like, I know there's something wrong with them, but how could they actually play to their benefit? <laughs> well, so uh, this week, Mike, we I'm so not yeah frustrated is the right word. I, I've had the flu. I don't anymore, thank God. But I had the flu this whole week, and it was like devastating. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday were really bad, but uh. We, we had a guest lined up for this week, of course. But mm-hmm. they wanted to come on earlier in the week, which normally we could have worked out, but I was, like, 
I was down for the count. I couldn't, I could barely talk. Um, and it was, I was a great just, week for me. <laughs> and I was just so like sore and run down. It was not. So unfortunately, we had to a uh, reschedule. But we do have a few other guests lined up. So all that stuff you'll you'll find out about in in due time. But uh, yeah, it sucks because this episode would have been a nice little guest episode. Yeah. How else did you get for fucking being sick? Listen, I can't... It, me and Todd both got the flu. Yeah, I know. And he kept trying to blame me. I'm like, Todd, we got it at the same time. We didn't... I didn't give it to you. We got it from someone else that gave it to both of us. <laughs> at the same time. At the same time. That, that kinky-ass three-way of yours was a bad idea. Actually, technically, he got it a day later than me. So I don't know who he got it from. And I don't know who I got it from. But fuck the flu. Should have got your flu shot. I feel like I haven't got a flu shot in a while, and I feel like the flu shot usually protects me. That's what that's what it's supposed to do. I don't know. Do you, do you get a flu shot? No. All right. Well, then I'm gonna fucking go find some germs and rub it in your face. Go ahead. See what happens. What's gonna happen? I don't know. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What am I, doctor? <laughs> you stealing my lines now? So a, a lot a, a lot of things have uh, transpired over the week. A yeah. bunch of trailers dropped, some new games got announced, some <sighs> content for games got announced. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I, I guess let's kick it off here with movie side of things. All right. How are you feeling about all of the trailers that jumped off on Sunday and I think Venom was yesterday, two days ago? Venom was, it was somewhere in the middle of the week, I think. So let's let's just start with Venom then, because... I feel like the main reaction to Venom has been negative because it's doesn't show Venom. Doesn't show a whole lot. In fact, if you did if you removed the fact that it said V at the end and it like turned into like Venom's face sort of yeah. as like a graphic, if you remove that, I'd just be like, I don't know what this movie's about yeah. at all. It's just Tom Hardy getting fucking jacked and laying in a hospital it's just, bed. It's just Tom Hardy getting an MRI and several shots of him just walking and you see the back of his head and someone was doing some sort of voiceover. Yes. Wasn't it him? It, it might have been. I actually him. don't know what his vo- normal voice sounds like so I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, my my two Tom Hardy movies are Dark Knight Rises where he wore a mask and he was like I was born in the dark. And then I got Dunkirk, where he wore a mask and he was flying around in a plane. Wait, did he talk in that movie, He though? talked, but he had a fucking mask on his face. All right, fair enough. So you just know, you know Tom Hardy's um, mask, voice. mask voice. Yeah. Which is helpful if, like, we ever have to decipher who is standing near us in a mask. Yeah. But, I mean, I think at that point, but, like, that man looks qu- pretty large. It's probably Tom Hardy. Yeah. But then when you hear him talk, you'll know for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um... Did you personally have these qualms that people are having? Like, how are you, how do you feel about the trailer? It, I, f- I feel like they made a mistake by calling it a trailer. It should have just been labeled I think a it was, teaser. I, I think it was called a teaser. Regardless of whatever they want to label it as, though, did we need it? Yes, to prove that the movie existed. Okay, fair enough. Because, uh... I think up until this point, I was like, are they actually making a Venom movie? Like, I'll see, like... Tom Hardy might be like, here's me on Wearing set. Wearing a Venom shirt. Wearing a Venom shirt, and I've put on the black and white filter on this Instagram post. Uh, but outside of that, I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe they're doing something. Now, Dom was sending me pictures. I don't know if he also sent them to you, but the Sony Twitter, or a Sony Twitter handle, was like going at fans 
who like were asking if Tom uh, Holland Tom Holland was in the movie. It's like Tom Hardy. Yeah. That's what he wants to say. No, I was trying to say like think of his last name. I almost said Tom Hiddleston. I'm like, there's too many Toms in, not in the Marvel as, not movies. Not as many Chris's. That's true. Um, but I guess the Sony Twitter was like going at fans that were like, is is Tom Holland in this movie? And I guess they responded with like, uh, Tom's in this movie. Yeah, but which one? I don't know. Tom's a good name. Or uh, just dumb shit like that. Classic Sony. But uh, love it. Do we know if this... It, originally, it was supposed to be not tied to the, the new Spider-Man universe, correct? So, I don't know if there's an official stance on it. I believe the idea was... Marvel had made a deal. like, we will share Spider-Man. Spider-Man can show up in our things. We'll have our things show up in Spider-Man things. But Sony is still, like... Sony still wants to do their own thing, sort of, with what... Moral properties they have, so they might do like a separate universe that's either that's either like connected to Spider-Man, but he doesn't show up, or like it's a whole separate thing. It's not, as far as I know, it's not clear or set in stone. So I wonder if that's the case. Then I wonder if the deal that's in place means that if there's a movie that Tom Holland Spider-Man is in, mm-hmm. then Disney also gets a say in it. That's probably how it shakes out. Okay, which is why. He, Tom Holland probably won't. Oh. I was very confused by I that. I was confused, too. I hadn't heard that notification before. But I used the app for my, my space. Oh, okay. Oh, so that makes sense. it's telling me that my time's almost up. Okay. That scared the hell out of me. That confused me. Because I thought, I just assumed it was outside. I was like, but it sounds like it's in here. Well, I heard it, and then my phone also vibrated. I'm like, what is whose that? ringtone is this? Anyway, uh... What was I saying? Tom Holland. Tom can't, Hol- can't be. Yeah. So the assumption is Tom Holland's probably not going to appear in it. I don't know if they can even make like any reference to him. It's odd all around because, you know, in the comic book universe, Venom's connection to Spider-Man. So like, it seems like that's being for, uh, forgotten, for, uh, ignored entirely. Yeah. Well, Ooh, I mean. Making a, a Venom movie. It, it's part of the, I mean. I would say it's a problem. Some people might say it's not, but that's part of the problem with, like, this singular entity of things, Marvel, mm-hmm. being dispersed amongst amongst different studios. They have to figure out ways to basically get around not having to share profits or whatever with other studios or companies. Mm-hmm. So... It in turn can make great things happen, but it can also in turn mean like we're gonna get a weird Venom story that doesn't make any sense. I mean, it can it can make sense, just like it won't have the same back. Like you can make a good Venom. Uh, I was trying to think. If there's like a good. Is it example. a Venom? Do we know anything about the plot? Is it a Venom origin origin story, or like is it gonna just? We don't know a goddamn thing. We don't know who the villain is. We don't know. Uh, yeah, we don't know anything. Uh, I mean, you can make a good Venom story you, without. You know, talking about Spider-Man, I, I believe like there's some interesting stories that have happened in the comics that are, after Venom became more of like an anti-hero sort of thing, there've been some like decent standalone Venom stories. Yeah. Like you can do it. I just don't know what they're gonna do with this. Do. Do we know any more of the casting? Like, do we know like, would we be able to dig into the casting and figure out if someone's cast as a villain or cast as someone that we could. Um, get to maybe what the story's about? 
probably I haven't followed the casting that much to be honest I think I I saw some names but nothing stuck in my head I okay. think I've also seen like rumors like oh maybe this person's playing this or whatever Jen who, who's the girl from uh, Dawson's Creek that was in uh, th- that movie with uh, Casey Affleck yeah, Michelle Williams is in the movie. I think she plays uh, Eddie Brock's wife. Good. I'm assuming because I think in in the trailer during the voiceover, I think I'm pretty sure he says something about like marriage, death. I don't know something like that. But it's when it shows her, so I'm assuming mm-hmm. she's like the love interest of the movie. Yeah, need a love interest. Gotta have that love interest. Fact. Um. I don't know. I'm reserving judgment. That trailer didn't show enough for me to make any assumptions about the movie. Yeah, it's, I'm it, not mad at it. I can see why people are mad at it, but I don't. I don't really care either way. Like I'm not gonna be excited or or not excited for that movie until I see something with a little more meat to it. Yeah, this is this is clearly just you know just to get people talking about the film yeah. in the capacity that like other movies are being talked about. Well, it'll be interesting to see when it comes out because. We it's coming out in October, isn't it? I think they give they give it a date, not a date end, or they. Well, give at the end month. of the, unless I missed it, at the end of that teaser, it said coming soon. It didn't say a date. I could have sworn something. I remember it like thinking to myself, "Oh, they're making it like more of a Halloweenish type of release." I mean, they could have also just announced it like when they launched it, but oh. I don't think I, I'm pretty sure the teaser at the end just says coming soon. Yeah. Unless I didn't watch to the very end, and after coming soon, it then mm-hmm. popped up. But we got Black Panther this weekend, right? Yes. Uh, Avengers is in May. Mm-hmm. So is Deadpool. Uh, is that what it said? I think Deadpool's May 18th, maybe. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, because it's still a Fox movie, right? Yeah. So it's not, I mean... Well, no, no, no I'm, not, I'm not surprised about that. It's like, I didn't realize it was so soon. Yeah. Well, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, like, the movie spread for, like, these types of movies is already getting so clutter because now Marvel's on the three the three stack for a year mm-hmm. we have you know so we have, we have Disney Marvel doing three a year now we have Star Wars bumping into the summer slot basically yeah well I think Han I think Solo's coming out in May as well really I mean you could be right I, I just yeah I think it's middle or early middle mm-hmm. so like we have all these movies and then it's like Fox has to throw in Deadpool. Fox has to throw in Venom. I don't know what DC situation is happening this year because I don't. Venom is Sony. Did I say Fox? Yeah. Yeah. So there's like a, there's a lot now being crammed into a year. So it'll be interesting to see if when like the Fox Disney deal is all said and done, if it actually actually goes through, then it's going to be even either more movies a year or spread out even further. Hopefully, it spreads things out. Getting exhausted, getting tired. Are you getting fatigued? No, but I mean, it does sound like there's a lot of movies I'm gonna have to end up seeing, and I I don't know if I'll do it. So that was the that was the next thing I was gonna bring up was we we, we could transition to the Deadpool trailer, but we'll wait. We'll go to the Han Solo trailer, mm-hmm. the Solo, a Star Wars movie. Yep. How do you feel about this? Uh, looks fine. I've said it a couple times, and like it's it's not like the end of the world. It's just that. The guy doesn't look like a young Han Solo to me. He doesn't look like a young Harrison Ford to me. He doesn't. Which, you know, it is what it is. Someone I was talking to about this said, like, you know, they could... Uh, the person who might exist out there who actually looks like a young 
uh, Harrison Ford probably isn't a great actor. Like you, you Harrison can, Ford wasn't a great actor. He wasn't even an actor. He wasn't even an he actor. Got casted. But now I think we probably have higher standards. Yeah. No. Absolutely. But, uh, point being is that you know they wanted a someone who could kind pass off looking like him a little bit, but at the end of the day can act as well. So yeah. It is what it is. The. Well, do you think that Glover Donald Glover looks like a young Lando? Uh, I don't prob- think he looks like. I don't Lando. think he looks like him, but I I think from what I've seen of him, like I can buy it. You know what I mean? I like, mean, I just like reg- I just think it looks really cool. I'm like, you know what? regardless, I, like I think he looks. Yeah, I think he looks dope. Like, yeah. part of me, like this is how I always felt about Rogue One too, and this is how I, I also now feel about this. I would be not like mad or upset. But if I was an actor or actress trying to get into a Star Wars role, I'd be a little, like, I think I'd be a little disappointed if I got cast into the solo, like, single solo. I didn't mean, like, I didn't mean, like, that just this movie, but the standalone, like... You don't, you don't want to be in the franchise? I would rather, like, want to be in... Something that's going to have sequels. A trilogy, yeah. Um, a saga, if I may. Mm-hmm. Even though, I mean... What are they call? They're calling these something. They're calling them uh, Star Wars. Uh, they are calling them something. I forget what they're calling them. Yeah. Um, oh, it's gonna drive me insane. They're using a specific word. I want to say tales, but I don't think that's right. No, a star. It's like a Star Wars so- story. I don't know. Maybe, but I think they're using a different word. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It it really doesn't matter. The minutia of it all, but um. I don't know. I didn't glean too much from the trailer. Like, the only thing that really stood out for me from the trailer was Lando. Like, it's that one shot, and he's looking dope. And I'm like, okay, like, I need to see more of him. I need to know what's going on with Lando. Um, What I hope is not a lot of CGI. Mm -hmm. I hope, I'm assuming Jabba's going to have a main role in this movie. It's tough to say I don't know when this actually judging uh, no never mind I can't even say that much Jabba I, should at least show up right I, I would I wouldn't be surprised if he had a cameo of some sort I just hope if Jabba's there that he's not CGI because the CGI Jabba that they added into the original trilogy is so bad yeah but that was what they added to the original trilogy and I believe that was probably still in the early day to, days of CGI I know. in the same sense that like CGI for like the prequel trilogy probably looked good in the early 2000s but like now yeah. if you watch it looks like trash now if they did it they well it's kind of how I feel about and, and maybe this is an unpopular opinion but I kind of feel that way about Lord of the Rings like it doesn't age that well yeah it doesn't age that well um, I still believe, baller films but I mean I believe you can tell if we're I believe in The Last Jedi, I think that was CGI. For? Yoda. Really? Yeah, I think they just... I I want to say... It, it, was, if, it was either that or like Yoda, a composite. If Yoda was C, like totally CGI, mm-hmm. then okay, I can deal with Jabba being CGI if he looks that good. Because I thought that was puppet Yoda. Mm-hmm. It looked that good. It looked that good, yeah. So, I mean, if they're... They could probably, if they want to do it, they'd probably do it well. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, that's one of my grips. I mean, I, I, the thing that I love the most about the original Star Wars trilogy and the most recent two, Last Jedi and Force Awakens, is the use of practical effects. Granted, 
during the original trilogy, that was what they just had to do for the most part. You know what I mean? Like they had mm-hmm. to, that's how they had to make the movie. But it just works so well. It grounds the movies. It gives them a sense of realism that would otherwise be lost in the fact that it's not taking place on Earth. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I, and maybe it's nostalgia, but I think it, I think like the well done puppeteering in the original Star Wars movie is timeless looking and ages very well because it's like real props, real people moving things around. Again, maybe that's just nostalgia. I don't know. But I, I feel like it ages pretty well. Nah. I mean, they, they'll they always look like puppets to me. Okay. They'll look like puppets. And, you know, it was good puppeteering. But I So would you like, prefer if it was CGI? I think there is a happy medium. I think if you use puppets to give the things, like, a sort of weight and then CGI to make it look... Uh, like, touch it up with CGI? Touch it up with CGI. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That kind of thing. Okay. That's what they've that's what they've done with Jedi and yeah, and uh, exactly. Force Awakens. Uh, Simon Pegg's character was like him in a suit, but they also added CGI to him afterwards, didn't they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I I just I wanted to be a good movie, but the reason I wanted to jump to Solo next was because you had mentioned fatigue with mm-hmm. all these movies, with the little you know st- stories. In between the sagas, are we getting too much Star Wars? Because we already know that Rain is in charge of the next trilogy. So they're already working on another trilogy. And then this week, uh, did you see that Game of Thrones directors are now going to be working on? Did they clarify if that was a separate trilogy or working with Rain on the next trilogy? Now, you see, I already forget exactly what I had read, but I could have sworn that the Game of Thrones guys are working on a thing for their streaming service. Oh, so not movie, not theatrical movies, but Star Wars things for Disney's new streaming service? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I I must have missed that. I mean, I, that, I might be I might be wrong, but I I do recall reading something like Disney's trying to make some more original content for their streaming service. Well, I know that the last thing I read about Disney streaming service, they had mentioned that it's going to be, like, quality over quantity. It's going to be, like, a lot less content than the other streaming services. Did you see that report? No, they were basically saying, like, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a focus on quality things and not just, like, this gigantic library. So it'll be interesting to see what that eventually ships up to be. But, I mean, whether it's movies or a TV, you know, air quotes, TV series or you know streaming service exclusive film or whatever they want to call it is that too much star wars are you getting star wars fatigue at this point uh not yet but i think that might largely be because unlike the superhero movies that have been going on strong for the last 10 years or so yeah we had a large break from star wars for our time being so like now we're looking at in the last let's see so last I mean Force Awakens came out in 2003 years ago uh, three years ago I think three years ago because we've had a Star Wars movie every year okay so, so it's been Force Rogue Jedi and now, and now Solo will be this year okay so we've only had three movies it, it's it's faster than they used to come out but it's like not crazy okay 
because I've already seen like people that I know like you know, tweeting or putting on Facebook like oh enough with Star Wars already and I'm like no I like Star Wars like I don't know it hasn't gotten out of control yet but we're getting to the point now where it's and I'm not gonna call it fatigue just yet because we've been shouting fatigue and bubble burst for like the last few years now and it hasn't Nothing's changed. It hasn't changed. At least not for us. I mean, maybe there are people out there that are done with superhero movies, but... I think there's... I think, given boss office performances for a lot of these things, like, it hasn't. Nothing's changed. I, I think... I think what will really shift things to swap... Like, to, to move away from all of this stuff is... One of the main factors would be if... You know, obviously there's... My opinion on DC movies mm-hmm. and there are people that enjoy them they're doing enough right that they're going to keep that going but if Marvel started to put out a couple of bad movies I think that's when you would see the change but I mean I, th- I think we would have to agree like what's the what's the last bad MCU movie you saw last bad one um I would say that Thor 2 is probably one of their weaker films. and So I'd say Thor 2 and Iron Man 3, to me personally, are weaker films. I think Thor 2, most people would agree on that. Iron Man 3 is a little bit more... Some people will say like it's actually like not that bad. Is Iron Man 3 when he fought the... It ended up not being a person? The What, the, what was that guy's name? I forget. The Mandarin? The Mandarin. That was yeah. Iron Man 3, right? Yes. I think that movie was just long. That was a really long film, was it not? I, I suppose. I don't it's, know. I, it's been I, a while, but... I haven't watched it in a while. I think I caught bits of it the other day because it was on TV. I, I would probably agree with you that those would probably be the last entries that I really felt like were kind of... Not whatever, but... Yeah. They weren't, they like, were, super memorable. They were weak. And I I would say that a lot of people probably put Doctor Strange as a weak film. I... I enjoyed it, but I can see people... like it. I feel like afterwards, people weren't super wowed by it. It was just sort of average. So, for me, Doctor Strange was a... I enjoyed it for the most part. But it's one of the few MCU films that I don't really have an interest in watching again. Like, most of the MCU films, I'd watch again. If they were on, I'd, I'd watch it. Or... I might get an urge to like throw on Guardians or throw on like Ant Man or something or, or there's certain ones that I would definitely throw on if I had that right time slot to fill. Um, but I, I could I would Doctor Strange is not the best, yeah. but for the most part they all sell well. So the thing is, MC movies at their worst are just sort of average. Which, you know, that's not terrible. It's just, you know, it, it it passes with like a B, B minus. Yeah. But if you look at like their last stretch, they've had bangers. Like Ragnarok was phenomenal. That movie was amazing. Yeah. Like, Ragnarok, Ragnarok was good. That was a good film. And everything that I'm in, you know, for the listeners, I try to not really, I, I take reviews or people's opinions for what they are because it's all subjective and if I don't like the same things that you typically do and you're reviewing something, we might not have the same opinion on that thing anyway because our interests don't typically line up. So I take reviews and people's opinions for what they are, just that 
opinions and their thoughts. But from what I'm seeing on Black Panther, I don't see anybody saying bad things about it. Like, people are just raving about it. It's already breaking records for, like, it was the most... I think it had the best, like, pre-sale tickets of all Marvel movies. Which is a... That's fucking awesome. For a standalone superhero movie. Mm -hmm. I don't know... It's not an origin story, really, because he kind of already exists in the MCU. Yeah, yeah. You you can make arguments either way, but I think this might take. So by the time, by the time he shows up in Civil War, he, I mean, he clearly has access to the suit. We'll, we'll see how the movie yeah. shakes out. Does, do we know if the film takes place in the current timeline or is it before or after? I don't know. Okay. Well, regardless, it's getting rave reviews. I mean, we'll find out this, you know, at the end of this weekend how it did the box office. But, mm-hmm. I mean, they're on. Just they're just riding waves of huge success. What was before Ragnarok? Guardians two. Uh, let's see. Ragnarok was November. Uh, it might have been. Was it two funny movies in a row? I think so. I think they've been on a. I think they've been kind of on a ride of funny movies. I feel like we've had this discussion before, and like every single time, we just cannot do it. Well, it's just there's been so many for so long. Is it ten years now? Ten years. Did you see the picture? No, I don't think so. It's like a picture. Well, they did a video, I guess. I haven't watched the video, but like, they they put like on the floor. It says like Marvel, the last ten years, and like they had a whole bunch of actors that have been in all the movies, and like, you know, people behind the scenes. It was like a massive picture. It was kind of cool to look at. I'll dig it up right now. Yeah, find that. Um. I mean, regardless of whatever anyone wants to say, whether it's superhero fatigue or it's gonna bu- the bur- the bubble's gonna burst at some point or they're tired or whatever, like the movies are making money. I would argue that there's still a lot of quality film there for what it, what they are. I mean, they're meant to be, you know, enjoyed, not necessarily you know these pieces that are vying for you know Oscar credit, but. They're enjoyable films. They are what they are, and I don't. I don't think they're going away anytime soon. It'll be interesting to see how things shape out after Avengers drops, and then what happens if the Disney Marvel uh, deal goes, uh, Disney uh, Fox deal goes through. But as far as other trailers that dropped, I mean, there was Deadpool two, mm-hmm. which I I don't really think the trailer did much for me. I kind of. Like, I'm excited for Deadpool 2. Like, Deadpool 1 was fantastic. But that trailer did, did like, I, I honestly don't think it did anything for me. It was funny. I liked it. There were some parts that I laughed at. And the parts that I laughed at were the CGI part where he cuts in and said, you know, makes the joke about the mustache. Yeah. Did you catch that joke? Uh, Yeah. It was, like, to be re- referencing uh, the whole thing with Henry, Henry Cavill and... In, 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 uh, Justice League. That was a, that was probably the funniest part of the trailer to me. Uh, the other question I had about for you about the Deadpool trailer though was, I mean, clearly that was that whole part that was like not shots at Disney, but they were. I mean, he came out as Woody. Like they were making Toy Story references. Yeah. I don't know if you caught it when the toys when he drops the two toys. If you look at their foot, it's scratched off and it has Wade scratched into it. Like it looks like it says Andy, but it says mm-hmm. Wade. I don't know, it's just funny to me. I didn't see that, but... It's pretty great. Because I, I, it's really quick. I saw, I saw it, like, quickly, and I reround the trailer and paused it, and it's, it's like, it looks like it's Andy, but it says Wade. It's just funny to me. So, the question I was going to ask you is, do you think that Deadpool 2 is going to be just full of, like, 
Disney slash MCU jabs or I don't know. I it'll, I don't think I don't think he'll Bingo. try running that not to the ground. Not jabs in like a way like 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 oh wow, this picture. So the picture that Mike was talking about where it's just a a like panoramic shot of all the actors and actresses that appeared. Look out look at fucking uh Paul Rudd. He's like so he's so jazzed to be here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so happy. This uh, is like an impressive photo though. That's kind of cool. Like because when this all when this thing is all said and done and whether this stays around as like a a major thing that we get, you know, a few of these movies a year or maybe they scale it back and it's like once a year or something. Like that's impressive to be a part of that. That's cool. That's like a cool little little thing. Um but you don't think he's going to you don't think there's going to be a lot of Disney MCU references? I feel like there'll be a lot of MCU references. There, I feel like there'll be references. I don't... Because it was... Because all I can think about is... All right. Obviously, like, whether it's contractual or it doesn't make business sense for them to ever reference those superheroes in any of the X-Men films or Deadpool because it's different, owned by different people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now that potentially... Disney will have the rights to this. It would make sense, like, business-wise, for that to those jokes to be there because, like, oh, I can make these references now because we're gonna be under the same house. So, like, it would be funny because in Deadpool one, he was he would make the jokes about the X Men. Right. So I, I I'm just I'm assuming that he's gonna make MCU jokes, and I'm kind of excited to see what those jokes are. I think they'll be there. I don't know if they'll be Disney jokes, but I think they'll be some I'm sure there'll be, jokes. I'm sure there'll be a few, but I don't think he'll... I don't think they'll go overboard with it. The, uh, way, the way you describe it makes me feel like it's going to happen like enough times of like, all right, I get it. I guess not, not in that regard. I just think there's going to be some like... like really funny moments that are... or just like really funny if you catch it, like him saying it, and it's not like a focal point, but it's like... If you know what he's referencing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like those might might be there. But regardless, we're talking a lot about the MCU, so let's, let's scoot along a little bit here. But there was a few other trailers. I mean, there was the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom trailer, mm-hmm. which I don't care about Jurassic World. I should probably watch Jurassic World. Did you watch it? No. No. So did that trailer do anything for you? It didn't do... I mean, it didn't do much for me because I just don't really care. I mean, I don't know how or why Chris Pratt is like has a dinosaur buddy, like... He, I believe he was like a a a Velociraptor trainer in, in the Jurassic, first film Jurassic World. Um, I own the movie. I just haven't gone around to watch it. Is Jeff Goldblum in the first Jurassic World? I don't think so. He's not in this either, right? He is in this movie. Was he in the trailer? I can't remember. I know there was a commercial was for a, Jeep where he was, he was being in, chased by yeah. a T-Rex. No, I believe he comes back for this one. Okay, because there was a lot. There's, of I think there was a. I think this is not the first trailer for the movie. I think there was one before it that showed him. Okay. Because there was a lot that happened for commercials during the Super Bowl. I mean, it, not really to do with anything, but the Tide commercials were the best part of the Super Bowl commercials. Um, if I didn't... Uh, By the way, in, in case you were worried, this podcast is not a Tide ad. It's yeah, not. we're filthy. We are disgusting. That, and it's also just not a Tide ad. Yeah. Uh, I this is the first year where I don't remember like looking into the ads afterwards. I feel like the last few years when it was like a Super Bowl 
like the next day we'd all be talking about like all right well who was the clear winner of the Super Bowl yeah I didn't do that this year but I'm pretty sure yeah it was the tight ads tight ads definitely won that year so I don't know off the top of my head I'm sure we could look it up about how much like ad space costs for the Super Bowl it's got to be it's expensive a lot of money yes but they there was so many times like. I was watching the game, so I also saw all of the like things that happened. So I don't know if you were just try, like had it on and were only paying attention when there were commercials or whatever. Mm-hmm. But besides the initial Tide commercial, and then there was like by the way, if you YouTube that original commercial, there's an extended cut Ooh. with more things. Though I think the TV cut was better. I think the stuff they cut out was kind of weak anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, there was that. Then there was. The Old Spice one, which was fantastic, because that was, like, the first Inception one where, like, you didn't know it was about, like, everything about it was a fucking Old Spice commercial. I was like, oh, they're bringing Old Spice back. It's a tight end. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Don't do that to me. That was, like, the first time that, it, like, boom, like, uh-oh, what's happening? It, You know what? That's what makes it such a smart commercial is that they're like, listen, this is specifically a tight end, but the way we're setting it up... Literally any commercial. As soon as you watch commercial, you're like, is this a Tide ad? You'll yeah. be thinking about Tide the entire fucking time. But that's literally what I was doing. And then it got to the point where I was like, every commercial break, I was like, there better be a fucking Tide ad here. Like, I want to see a Tide ad. Um, there was the Mr. Clean one. Did you see this? Yes. Okay. Which I was, like, was oh. fantastic. Because I remember, I think it was last, some year past, they had like a sexy Mr. Clean. I'm like, oh, they're doing this again. Yeah. It's a Tide ad. Oh, you fucking... David By the Harbor, way, David Harbor you fucking is bitch. also a sexy Mr. Clean. Let's just be honest. He's the definition of dad bod, from what I recall. Um, I mean, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Plus, he was like, he had that dancing meme from, you know, mm-hmm. season two. Yep. Just dancing around with his music. So, which I didn't look to compare to see if the dance he did on the commercial was his Stranger Things dance. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it was, but this, I'm basing this off of memory of two different things that mm-hmm. I haven't seen in a little while. And I think there was one more, like, full-blown ad that was, like... A horse like galloping. Yeah, I was and like, then, "Oh, the Clydesdales are yes. back!" <laughs> nope, it's and it was such a quick commercial. It was literally it just cut up. Nope, it, just a tight ad. I'm like, "God fucking damn it!" And I think that was the only other full ad. I'm not sure. I'm even missing one. But then there were like little things, like whenever the broadcast would come back to the game, it would be like the announcer, and it would be like, "This game, you know, today's Super Bowl Fifty, whatever, brought to you by, you know, this and this." And then there was one point where it was like it would show the logo, the thing he would say, and he kept he rambled off like three things, and then like he got to the fourth one and it was like also brought to you by Tide, and it would switch Tide again and Tide, and like shit like that kept happening like during the fucking game. So I'm like, how much money did they fucking spend? Well, they spent a lot of goddamn money. Then there was... Tide ha- Tide must be fucking. I should work for Tide. Then there was one where like they, um, I I don't. I guess let's find out. Okay. Don, we're in the middle of recording. What's going on? You're on speaker. Oh. Oh, I was actually just uh hoping that you we were looking at the recording right now. No, we're 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 banging it out right now. What's that? No, I said that answers my question though. Alright. Are you coming up here or no? Uh no, no. Uh, shoot me a text and we'll decide. Alright, I'll shoot you a text. Uh, just... That was Dom. Uh, Dom made an appearance on the podcast. 
All right. That's gonna sound like probably garbage. So nice forty-two minute mark. But um, then there were a few more times like that, like during the beginning of coming back to the game from commercial break. There was one where it was like, you know, tonight's matchup. Um, and it was like, just kidding, tied. And it was like David Harbour in a fucking Patriots jersey. And then it was like versus David Harbour in a fucking <laughs> Philadelphia jersey. And I'm just like, what is happening right now? But it was like the little things like that were just, they were so pleasing. He must have had a fun day of filming. I, I mean, he, he, I hope, got paid generously off of these ads. But again, how much did Ty drop? Because you you hear about like oh Marvel or you know Marvel's gonna put up a Disney tra- you know whatever Disney's gonna put out a Marvel trailer during the thing you know spending you know five billion dollars for a fifteen second ad they did like fucking eight ads like how much money are they dropping I, are they just looking for goodwill after the Tide Pod thing like I don't know I uh, yeah I think this was this was probably full blown like you know spin control. Uh, I think a 30-second ad, yeah, it must be a few mil, but I forget how many. It, it's a lot of money. I don't know. I was just... That was, like, super, like weird that, like, my favorite commercial from the Super Bowl is about Tide. Tide. Yeah. Which also just... I don't know. I feel like all of that Tide awareness isn't just going to make the people that want to eat pods, like, more like, fucking eat Tide Pod. Yeah. I don't know. Jones Jones and for those Jones Tide and for some Tide And then there was, of course, the Cloverfield Paradox, which, have you watched any of the Cloverfield movies? I have not. Uh, I know I watched Cloverfield at some point. It must have been on TV, because I remember, like, I remember parts of it. I know I've seen it. I own 10 Cloverfield Lane. I still need to watch it. And then after that Cloverfield Paradox trailer dropped, and I found out that was coming out that same night, I added it to my list, but I kind of want to watch 10 Cloverfield Lane first. Okay. Even though I I understand that these movies are... I think they're just based in the same universe. They're based in the same universe, but I don't want... I don't want to miss... Yeah, that makes sense. So I feel like I'm going to watch that one. Just so I can have an understanding of what this universe actually entails. I think, you know, regardless of what it was that they were promoting, I think it was a super smart way for Netflix to promote Netflix just in Mm -hmm. general by, like... Oh, here's this ad, and by the way, after the game, it's on. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that was a cool thing. That to was do. that was really smart. Like that's a that's kind of like, kind of but not really. It's better than like when Nintendo has a direct and they're like, oh, by the way, when the direct's over, it's on the eShop. Yeah. Like, that's cool, but that's for people that are already tuning into the direct. Where <laughs> this is like, oh, this is a bunch of people watching something that's completely unrelated to Netflix and this movie. By the way, if you have Netflix and you're interested in this trailer you just watched. You can watch it right after. Yeah. That that was a really smart commercial. Yeah. The only thing is, um, now something I'd read is that because of that, I feel like it took away the thunder. Like, so Netflix also dropped some other things recently that I think the Cloverfield Paradox kind of stole thunder away from like these other good things they put out at the same time. Okay. Um, also, I heard Cloverfield Paradox isn't that good of a movie. It's like a movie. Um, that whatever studio was trying to put out for a while, but like kind of gave up on it because didn't Netflix buy it? I think what happened was the movie itself didn't come together well, and they were like, oh, I don't know if we can put it out in theaters, blah 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 blah. And then Netflix was like, Hey, we'll buy it and we'll we'll put it out. It's fine. Yeah. So I mean, it. I mean, it was a good. It was a good move for I think all parties involved. Like this studio got to like release this thing without 
losing money at the box office and Netflix did like this crazy promotion that got a bunch of people just be like, ooh, I should check this out. Yeah. I mean, regardless, even if it didn't drive people to watch that movie, I'm sure it drove people to Netflix that night. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, and, and, and in that regard, like, they can probably gauge that pretty quickly how successful it was because they'll see the traffic on Netflix yeah. rise. Which, again... Smart ad. I think that was a really smart ad. Probably the smartest ad of, unless I mean, unless you yeah. want to argue the creative smartness of the Tide ads. Yeah, it creatively. Yeah, Tide was very smart. I think the chlorophyll ad was, yeah, chlorophyll ad was also smart, but that was like a like a business smart. That was a whole different ball game. It's like, hey, we we can get a bunch of people to see this, and then it's not like. A regular movie where it's like, oh, you know, comes out in a few weeks. Exactly. You can be like, hey, it's available right now. If you've got Netflix, great. Tune in. Start watching. That's what we want. If you don't and you're interested, you know, it only costs this amount of money and you can do it right after if you're like... You know what I will say, though? No video game trailers. No video game commercials. Unless you count uh, mobile ads. Mobile mobile apps. I do not. Okay. What, what, was there a mobile game that I missed? Uh, I could have sworn there was one. There there probably was, but there was nothing. I remember someone texted something and I said, was Kate Upton in it? Oh, there was an HQ trivia commercial. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what Dom texted. I don't know if the, I don't think there was a mobile game app, I, I mean commercial, but there was no, like, there was no commercial for video games, which kind of surprising to me because didn't Nintendo have a Switch ad last year or was it a Pokemon Go ad? They did something. They definitely did something. I don't remember what, but they did something. Maybe it was a. I, I think it remember, was. I think it was a Switch ad last year, and two years ago it was a Pokemon Go ad. Yeah, I do remember a Pokemon Go ad, um, and being like surprised by that. And Switch. I think they had a Switch ad last year. Ad. Yeah, because it would make sense. It came out in March and Super Bowls in February. February. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we we can move on to that because I mean, there's some other things to, to to chat about here. I mean, we got yeah. that Kingdom Hearts three trailer dropped today from the D23 Expo in Japan. Mm-hmm. How you feeling about that? Kingdom Hearts is a game that I really want to get into, but I'm so tired. <laughs> of? No, I'm just, like, t- like I should I should see somebody about the kind of lethargy I'm typically feeling at any given time. Okay. I started playing one of the games. I don't, I don't know if I told you that already. I started playing one of them, and uh, I think my major problem with the game itself, and it's probably, and it's something that I could, if I were to play it more, I could probably get around it. You have to be in a certain, I don't like having to get to a certain point for me to save my progress. Oh, okay. So like, in the beginning of the game, you're on the island, and these fucking kids are talking to me about some bullshit, they're like, oh, 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 what was our family, what's your past like, I don't know, where are we from, I don't remember anything, whoa. Do you want to train with me? Let's build a goddamn raft and get off this. <laughs> it, okay. All that aside. So I started that off. And I basically had to get to a certain... I had to go to a spot, like, physically in the game in order yeah. to save my progress. Which is fine then, but, like, there are times where I'll play a game and then I'll just be like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore. But I have to either go back or go... For, like, I have to find one of these save spots. And I don't know if, like, they're they're frequent enough in the game that it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Or if they're like spaced out enough where it's like, oh shit, I, I now I'm invested in this. I can't do anything else. 
Uh, also, the the game mythology is apparently very convoluted and scary, and I want to get into it, but it seems like it's a goddamn lot. So, I'll get this game. I'll get Kingdom Hearts <laughs> three. It's fine. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if I'll ever actually play any of these games. Probably not. That's the mic way. But I will say that the last couple of teasers and trailers, like the Toy Story one from last year, have piqued my interest. They were entertaining. They were cool. But this one is, like, the one that has sold me on the game. The game looks a lot more finished in this trailer, where I feel like in the last ones it was kind of like, this is clearly game is still being worked on, where there's, like, a lot to show here that they could show. And I don't know. I'm just, I never really got to play any of the older Kingdom Hearts, and I wish the collection came to Xbox so I could play them first. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested. I'm down. Yeah. And the fact that they're introducing more universes makes me excited to see what else they're going to introduce before the game actually drops. Interesting point to note is that at the end of the trailer, it still said coming 2018. What year is it now? Apparently 2018. Huh. We'll see if it actually stays. All right. Because this, this and Final Fantasy VII Remake might be the two most delayed games in history. Potentially. I'm not sure. But they're up there. But, uh, yeah, I got, I got, I was intrigued. This trailer did it for me. This was the trailer that is officially giving me the, the go-ahead. I've, I've always been interested. It's just that up until very recently, I just, I had no means of actually playing the games. With the exception of, uh, Dream Drop Distance, which I tried and got tired and confused and I stopped. I also purchased that game and I never played it. Oh, My I backlog did. is really yeah. bad. But uh, moving moving along, we're going to be definitely touch quickly, just a smidge. And I kept it at the ep- end of the episode on purpose, so not to fatigue our listeners with uh, Overwatch talk. But the event did drop, and with that, some new changes came. But more importantly, Capture the Flag. Mm-hmm. They changed things to balance that mode more. Yeah. And I will say that Dom and I played Capture the Flag last night. And that was all we played, because it's a blast. Hmm. I think the changes that they made to, like, not being able to use abilities while you have the flag really, like, set in stone that this is like, okay, you can't just have, like, a somber run in there, pick up the flag, use your translocator, and score. Like, there's got to be a little bit more team play Mm -hmm. into securing the objective. It was very fun. It's a nice little break from just playing the regular game modes. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. I think that was, like, a really smart way to upgrade that mode and i kind of hope that mode comes back more outside of just this event yeah i mean it used to be pretty it, freak- it's, it's in, stuck around for a little while right yeah in arcade but then i think after a while it, it, it must have had a sharp i, I based I, it off of nothing i think it was because of two reasons it was it was kind of broken because mm-hmm. there were some characters that were clearly way overpowered for that mode right. and then i feel like because of the characters being unbalanced for that specific mode, the games ended a lot in ties. Yeah. So everyone was like, well, what is this? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Which now it can't end in a tie. It goes into sudden death. Which it was very interesting when that happened. Um, we were playing it. I didn't. I wasn't sure which moves actually like made you drop the flag. I think it's so like everybody's few... special moves. So like the yeah. triggers, like their, their special moves. Yeah, so like every single time I'd run in there as Lucio... And then I'd, I'd use uh, Amp It Up, 
and I start skeeting away. I'm like, all right, guys, I got the flag. And then, like, I was looking around, and then someone else on my team would show up and put the flag. I'm like, I thought I had the flag. What happened? Yeah. And it took a while for me to realize, oh, I've been dropping it every single time. Mm -hmm. But someone else has been picking up the slack for me. Yeah. No, it was, it was a fun mode. I'm not going to lie. I had some, like, nasty Hanzo plays. Uh, like, headshots on headshots on headshots, back to back to back. Ugh. Rack them and stack them. Like, uh, it was fun. It was some good times. Good. Um, but other other things that have been going on. This one is, you know, kind of near and dear to me. So, we recently got the games that will be played at EVO 2018. Mm-hmm. All fantastic. All games that deserve to be there. But a big, big name title is not there. Being mm -hmm. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I thought it was Shaq Fu. <laughs> Shaq Fu is also not there. Oh, Oh, no. But I don't think people are making a big deal about it. Well, we should. You should I'm, start that up. I'm going to make a Twitter thing right now. Ha hashtag Shaq Fu, not for you. Yep. But anyways, MVCI not not being snubbed by Evo. I mean, I don't know how the concurrent player base is. I know that is a game that is struggling for many reasons. You know, one being the roster, two being the art style. I, don't, I think there's mixed emotions about the... The stone, the stone aspect, the infinity gems. Mm -hmm. um, it sucks for me personally because I have. I mean, I I just like fighting games and I really like Capcom fighting games, but I have a really like long history and long relationship with loving the versus series in particular. So like Marvel vs. Capcom and all of those iterations, Capcom vs. SNK, Tatsunoko vs. Capcom. You know, Street Fighter versus Tekken. I enjoy all those games. This game performing this poorly and having it not be at Evo, and now today, uh, Capcom announced for their Pro Tour that they're only focusing on Street Fighter Five, which makes sense. That's their lead horse, but for them to not even have like side things with their Pro Tour for MVCI. That is like a big red flag to me, which makes me think that their support for the game is going to come way down. Um, I My biggest fear is that they stop making versus games. Because, you know, fighting games are already, you know, not a niche crowd, but I don't think, like... If you look at the money that Capcom makes, they probably make more money off of Resident Evil Monster Hunter than they do off of Street Fighter. Maybe I'm incorrect there, but I would assume sales-wise, development time, you know, balancing and updates. Like, a Street Fighter has, you know, ongoing tweaks and balances where they have to make sure things are whatever. Monster Hunter probably has a little bit of that, but Resident Evil doesn't really have that. They might have some later patches that come out to smooth things out, but... Fighting games take a lot of time and energy. I mean, look at Sakurai. Sakurai wants to, like, kill himself every time he finishes a Smash game. Mm -hmm. And then he's still, because of the new age of how games function with patches and updates and balancing and the competitive nature of things, they have to keep working on it to make sure it stays balanced. Um, so I don't think fighting games are really big cash cows, profit makers. And again, the audience for those are... Granted, still a very large audience, but... I mean, it's not like, it's not putting up Call of Duty numbers. 
Um, mind you, most things aren't, but... People love fighting in wars. With Capcom having a focus in a winner at this point with Street Fighter V and MVCI doing very poorly, it makes me sad for the future of the Versus series. Granted, there's some things at play with, you know, obviously Disney Marvel has an idea for this game because they don't have the properties, you know, for X-Men and and the Fox properties. They don't want those to be showcased in the game because the game is being kind of tied in with the MCU. I get it, but at the same time, you're putting out a worse product for your fans. And it's clearly showing in the sales. So I really hope that something changes to either really invigorate this game and make this a better game. And I really hope they don't abandon the Versus series because I have a long history of playing and enjoying those games. But the, uh, the last thing that I wanted to touch on was I tried to dig as much as I could to see if there was any like real meat here, but... There's, it's tough to say if it's really a thing or not, but we'll, we'll we'll leave it in the rumor side for now. There's, and I don't know if you saw this or not, I know that Dom had sent it to the group text at one point, but I'm not sure if you actually saw it. You, if you were to guess who would be the publisher this year to first announce their dive into Battle Royale games... Did you see that text from Dom or no? Uh, ooh, it, I do. Does that sound familiar? I feel like it was a game that didn't make any sense for. Maybe I didn't see it. I feel like I did, but like it, apparently it's gone. From yeah, my head. I mean, granted, there was Paladin said they were doing it. Right? Paladin said they were doing yeah, it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think I'm, there was someone else that he'd mentioned. I'm not. Ca- I'm not counting that in this conversation. But like, of all the developers and all the games out there that I would expect to jump right on to this trend, mm-hmm. would be either EA or Activision first. Granted, I think most. Publishers will find their way into that market. Um, but Rockstar, Red Dead Redemption 2. I did see it. Okay. Okay. So I tried looking deeper into this to see where it came from. It was a lot of speculation, a lot of rumors going around from reliable sources saying that there will be a Battle Royale mode in Red Dead 2. But um, one of the one of the higher-ups at, at Rockstar, or maybe it was 2K, I can't remember had come out and said basically something along the lines of, you know, we like to innovate and not, you know, do what everyone else is doing. Granted, you know, blah, blah. But then at the end of his quote, he said something like, you know, but we also look at what's trending and we look at what people want so we don't rule things out, basically something like that. So he kind of really didn't... At first he was like saying, no, there isn't going to be a Battle Royale mode. Mm -hmm. But then at the end he kind of left it like... But, you know, we'll see. But if there's money there. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to look at a couple of things here. GTA V has such a robust online component that they've been adding to over time, which has helped keep that game. And we've mentioned this many times. I'm sure it's everywhere, you know, on prominent gaming sites. GTA V, because of that constant update and the constant you know, new additions, free content, and building out and fleshing out this robust online experience, they've kept that game in the top 10 games sold per month 
since the game came out. And the game's like five years old at this point. So if I'm Rockstar and I'm a developer that makes not a lot of games, like they put out a game every couple of years. Granted, they're allowed to do that because they put out good, well, you know, that games that sell very well. And we're about to drop Red Dead 2, which in its own right is a game people have been waiting for. Can't wait for this. It's probably going to sell really well. Looking at the success of GTA 5's online component, I'm sure that is a constant thing they're looking at with this is, what is our online component going to be for this game? Are we going to just, you know, mirror the GTA 5 experience? Is that going to tire people out or people aren't going to be as excited? What if we go the Battle Royale route? Like, that wouldn't surprise me mm-hmm. if they went that way. So, do I think they're going to do Battle Royale? Do I think that quote says they're going to do it? I don't think it says that, and I don't know if they are or not, but I do know that there will be a heavy online focus for this game. I mean, look what it did to GTA V. There'll there'll be something there, whether it's that mode or not, we don't know. And I mean, it could be just that all this talk of innovation, they might just want to take that concept but do it their way. Yeah. So... I don't know. Do you, do you think that's the route they're going to go? As a person who's played no Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> uh, I probably watched somebody play GTA 2 at some point. Um, oh, I did I did ride a bicycle in Vice City once. Vice City! Vice City! Uh, I, f- I can see them doing it. I can see them just using it because it's it's what's popping the streets right now. They think they can make it work and make it distinct enough that people would want to buy into it. Sure. Yeah. Um, given the delays that it's had in the past, I don't know if it's something that they could easily, like, bake into the game before yeah. its supposed release date. Well, I'm trying to think. I'm I'm pretty sure that when GTA Five launched, the online component was not there, and that was something that they added later. And Clearly, it was, like, the smartest thing they did to the game because it made that game, like, incredibly popular, incredibly successful. And it was probably already incredibly successful just being what it is because people love GTA. (laughs) The other thing now that I look at is, you know, the development cycle at Rockstar is probably, I mean, if we're looking at, I think GTA V came out about four or five years ago. Red Dead is supposed to come out this October. We're looking at about a four to five year development cycle, release release schedule for these guys. Mm-hmm. Do we think that at this point, if with the way the market's going, with how you know having that online aspect be successful to keep people playing your thing, do you think that Rockstar now just becomes every five years you get a GTA? Every five years you get a Red Dead, and we're just these two things now. Or do you think that, you know, in the next five years we get GTA 6, and then five years after that we get, you know, new Max Payne, new Bully, new L.A. Noir, or new IP? <laughs> or do you think they expand their studio even more to put up... Like, I, they're one of those rare developers, publishers that 
can get away with only putting out a game every couple of years. Like, Blizzard can do that. Granted, Blizzard has more IPs, but they don't put out a game every... You know what I mean? They're not not trying out games all the time. Hmm. Granted, with, like, you know, WoW and stuff, they're putting out expansion packs and stuff like that, but I would put, like, Blizzard and Rockstar in this own little category of they can kind of do whatever the fuck they want because... They're in this upper echelon. They put out quality. They put out successful. They focus on, like, the couple of things. Do we think Rockstar is just going to kind of be like, listen, this is what we are now? If it's working for them so far. I'm trying to think in, like, they, they've definitely, again, like, Ellie Noir, Manhunt, Bully. Um, I'm sure there's a few other games I'm, I'm missing. But, I mean, they don't have this huge swath of, you know, games and they're stable but they have Grand Theft Auto which is one of those games that I know we talked about this recently in one of, one of the podcasts there's games that like are super successful games but then there's games that either one entry in the series or point in time or just no matter what is like a transcends the medium and there's like a cultural thing and GTA is that thing for many reasons. One being there's the people that video games cause violence. So it's always like on that side of things. GTA lets you beat up hookers. So this is a bad game. Kids shouldn't play it. Like there's that whole side of it. So it gets like outside of the medium press and media because of the air quotes bad things it promotes. Mm-hmm. And then there's the fact that it's just a good game that people look forward to that sells really well. So it's a kind of like a cultural phenomenon. So they have something that is just that good. That honestly, they could probably just make GTA every couple of years and be fine. So becoming like a two IP studio where maybe they just have like the rock star like top tier people and then it's like who like work on everything and then it's like we got the GTA team that the Red Dead team, and they're just going to do their things. I don't know. Do you think they're going to go that route? Again, as a person who hasn't <laughs> played any of their games, I own a Rockstar shirt. Ooh. I got it for free at yeah. PAX. You did? It was a Max Payne 3 shirt. It was a Max Payne 3 Gave shirt. Gave Matt to Todd because Todd loves Max Payne. I think it's covered in cat fur. I, I, ca- I kind of wish Todd was here for this because Todd, dude, Max Payne is one of his favorite games of all time. And if we were saying, like, they're going to just make these two games, now Todd would be murdering himself in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, I mean, I don't know. I, does Max Payne have this... Like, Max Payne, Manhunt, Ellie Noir, I don't think any of those games are doing the sales. Well, none of them are doing the sales of GTA, let's just be honest. Yeah. But, I mean, Red Dead could be that other sliver that's like, listen, we don't want to fatigue you with GTA every couple of years, so here's, like, big gaps between GTA with the game that's the gap is also a like blockbuster being Red Dead Mm -hmm. I think they could do it I mean would that be what I want to see probably not but I think they could do it that's up there I mean as a guy who who once saw parts of the movie Max Payne starring Mark Wahlberg (laughs) and Mila Kunis I don't have much to add to this but would I see a sequel to that movie no (laughs) Anyways, it's it's been a busy week. It's been a lot going on. 
but to think you were dead for most of it. I was, like, it was so depressing. You know I'm really sick when I come home and I can't even play video games. Like, video games are my go-to no matter what. Like, I'm in a good mood, I'm going to play video games. I'm in a bad mood, okay, I'll play video games. I'm not feeling well, okay, I'll play video games. What are you going to do with your time? I don't know, I'll play video games. Like, that's my go-to thing. Mm-hmm. When I'm that sick that I come home from work and I'm like, Ugh, I can't even concentrate on playing a game. That's when you know I'm like, that's it for me. Down for the count. I couldn't even like, I, like I was like, oh maybe I'll just like watch some anime or something. Couldn't even do that. I had to put on like office reruns and try to fall asleep. Like that was what I had to do. I had to, Michael Scott had to serenade me to sleep. Boy, what I would give to just watch TV and go to sleep. Which is what I mean. I normally do, but like I'm not opposed to doing it again, like right now. So <laughs> you would just go to that right now. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I'm doing that by myself. Yeah, I mean, we have two couches, Mike. We have to sleep together. I don't want to be in the. I don't want to be in the proximity. Yeah, of you. but we have to do those. You seem like a snorer. You seem like a snorer. Well, I am and definitely a, not. And a and a and a sleep farter. Well, that part I don't know if I do. I don't think I do, but I don't snore. No, it doesn't matter. I'm not interested. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know who does snore? I, I bet you. Todd does too. I bet. Well, it's Todd, I'm not surprised at all. Todd, Todd snores like great. What are we talking about right now? <laughs> How, why, why do I know Todd snores? Well, I don't know. No, that's the camera I have in a teddy bear in his room on his fireplace. Now we know how you got the flow. How? From the teddy bear? No, from you guys fucking sleeping together and you hearing the snores like... He's sleep farting in my face. No. Anyways. <laughs> it's this, not gay if you're sleeping butt to face. That's true. Uh, this episode of the podcast mike what a transition yeah yeah i know well it's time to wrap it up plus you know we gotta see how boston overwatch is doing right now i mean they started they started Before. an hour ago i know so we we gotta see what we gotta see what's happening we gotta see if our boys are clinching our a boys in blue. spot but uh this week's episode of the podcast mike is sponsored by our good friends at goodnight fatty mm-hmm. if you're in the salem massachusetts area on a friday or saturday night from 7 to 11 make sure to head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can look them up on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these delicious treats. And I left my cookies in the car. Oh no! Yeah, you better get my cookies before you leave. Don't forget. Don't mm-hmm. drive off my cookies. Yeah, I, I actually it. have to go buy milk because I got a dip. I'm a dipper. Ooh. I'm a dipper and a sipper. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you do swing down to Goodnight Fatty, make sure to let them know that past the controller saying. And. As always, you can find us on the internet at ptcgaming.com, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash passcontroller, on Twitter at passcontroller, on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller, and you can find me at bgroom. Mike, can they find you anywhere? Yep, I am uh, the legendary Mr. Cheese. <laughs> did you change it? <laughs> I forgot about that. I did not. Let me see if I can actually fit that in there. So you can uh, find Mike at underscore Mikeopath. And uh, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Actually, before I let you go, if you've made it to this part of the episode and you're a, tr- a true fan, just some housekeeping. If you could leave us a review on iTunes, that would be amazing. It does so many things for us that you wouldn't be able to comprehend. You would think that a review doesn't do much, but it, it, it actually does help us out in a lot of ways. So we would really appreciate it. I mean, be honest. Don't just fluff our pillows. But if you have the time and you could leave us a review on iTunes, that would be super helpful. And we appreciate it. We appreciate all the love and all the people who've already left reviews. 
And thanks for listening to this week's episode, episode 72. Mike is known as the legendary Mr. Cheese on Twitter. We out.